Welcome back to another episode of the Accounting Twins podcast. My name is Becky. And my name is Norma, but today is very, 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 very tired Norma. Yeah, I'm very tired from studying a lot. And that's going to be one of the things that we talk about today on the Accounting Twins podcast. But Becky's going to start it off and talk about her big girl job with her big girl duties. So sorry, everyone. You're only going to hear my voice for a few minutes, just since it's a quick what I do in my day. So very simple terms, what I do. Wake up, I check my Slack and my emails, and I respond to anything that's urgent and needs to get done right away. After that, I then reach out to my boss and ask for what task I need. It can be from my leadership development program meetings to revenue team meetings, one-on-ones, meetings with other managers or staff to go over some of the tasks that I'm doing, or honestly, me just reaching out to people saying, hi, what can I do for you? I know I've mentioned this before, but since this is one of my rotation, I'm pretty much an asset to the entire team. Anybody can use me at any time for anything that they need help with. And while I typically do have priority to my boss, anybody can ask for help. Um, I do a lot of stuff for a lot of other people when it comes to end of quarter, end of year, end of month. And it really makes me feel useful because, as we all know, I have imposter syndrome. So the more people ask me stuff to do, the more I feel better. As I mentioned, I typically ask my boss what I can do and help her for the day because obviously I said no day is the same. And when we get year-end stuff, quarter close, month close, anything, a lot of tasks need to be done. However, for the past two weeks, I have been working on a very large project. This is our average selling price and gross margin project, but I'm going to refer to it as ASPGM. I'm one of three people who help oversee the project which is kind of daunting just because I am a little LDP and it is a really big file with some important stuff. And I'm also the main person in charge of preparing this document every month, which is a little safe, but it just pretty much means I pull the data, I set up the formulas, and I ensure all the data is placed correctly and shows up correctly. Therefore, when I need to do reviews with the other two people, it makes a lot of sense. So without going into too much detail, Pretty much in this task, we dive deeper into entries or purchases by customers where the average selling price and gross margin is an outlier from the up. So for example, if we sell something for $10, but one customer averages a selling price of $1, I need to go back into multiple sources and make sure that it does say we can sell this to them for $1. We want to make sure that outlier is accurately noted want to make sure that it's okay that it does that it's not like we go back into like oh yeah we're allowing them to do it for one dollar it's more like we have to go back and check that the revenue matches up in multiple platforms and that the quantity that we shipped matches up i always check multiple places to know it's right because i'm really scared of getting it wrong but it's nice to know that by looking up in multiple places you know it's like i'm more right um the second part is if it exceeds a certain threshold. So we all know like what materiality is, I'm hoping. But pretty much if something is over a certain dollar amount and it could impact the revenue statements or for us because it's more of an internal thing that we do, it's more like if it's over X amount of dollars, we want to make sure it's right because, you know, revenue adds up. So let's say that our gross margin for something is $7.00. But for some reason, our gross margin is only $3 for a certain customer. Again, we want to go back and make sure that all the information is correct. You know, 
the main purpose of this task that I'm doing is to ensure all revenue is correctly allocated and recognized. But for me, the really difficult part of this has been that no two entries are the same, no two customers are the same, no two purchase orders all the same, no two shipments are the same. So it's really hard to get a grasp of what you need to do for each thing that we have to review because it's never going to be the same as the one before. And they could follow similar steps, same exact steps or looking in the same exact two places, yada, yada, yada. But this task has been a really big learning curve for me. And it's been really great to work on the past two weeks because I have really grown my critical thinking. And that's like the main point of this leadership development program is to show our skills, develop deeper critical thinking and make a difference within the company. And I feel like this task with me being one of the large people working on it, I make an impact on this specific project. And it was literally passed over from one department to the revenue department. And I was trusted to handle it for while I'm in this department. So I feel fabulous. Anyways, sorry you heard me talk so much. We can go back to Norma because sometimes I think her voice is a little soothing. Anyways, Norma, what's up with your life? How you doing? Um, my life is boring. I'm really not enjoying it right now because I'm up 8 to 10 at like 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day doing schoolwork or studying for my CPA exams or working. And I have no enjoyment in my life. I'm not even going to lie. Like, it's boring. All I do is study. I understand, like, I want to take my CPA exam in March to so then I can have the rest of the semester to, like, enjoy myself. But it's really hard performing 12, 14 hours days of just studying. Like, I do not have time to myself unless it's half an hour before I go to bed. Otherwise, I'm just working nonstop. And it sucks. Like, I'm at rock bottom right now. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I'm like, why am I doing this profession? I'm so miserable right now. Luckily, I know that I will be excited in a year from now to actually work, but I'm miserable right now. Absolutely freaking miserable. I mean, yeah, I FaceTime her and she's always, always studying. The only time that we really like time is our favorite TikTokers post a video every day around like six or seven. We watch it together. We go, it's time. Watch it. Hang up. That's it. Yeah. It's like, and this semester is so much harder than last with my classes. Like my audit simulation class, really, really need to pay attention to because audit simulation is going to be helpful. Accounting theories. I hate vague answers and accounting theories is like determining the answers for yourself a lot. But I don't know. Theories, I hate. I just can't do it. So Wait, that's going to be a diff- what? Explain your accounting theories class. Now I'm, now I'm intrigued if it's only vague answers. Like what are you learning? Well, it's not vague answers but it's like i honestly am not gonna lie i don't even know what this class is about it's just about accounting theories and like you know what i'm not even gonna try to describe it because i just cannot pay attention in that class right now it's just so difficult for me to pay attention and i don't even know what it's about so i'm gonna literally reteach myself um what this class is like read the syllabus reteach myself what it's supposed to be about and then this last week of work because i didn't do crap learn like i didn't i couldn't could not like just retain any of the information. It was so difficult. Now I'm just theorizing what accounting theories could be about. And then, um, what's an, oh, my business law class I do find really interesting. Um, We're just like, basically just learning law and applying law concepts to real life events. So like we talked about the Buffalo Bill games where the guy had went into cardiac arrest. Could him 
the person who tackled him, the NFL, the teams be held liable for this serious injury. So it's like applying laws and statutes to real time things. And I find it really interesting because that's like you're going to have accounting principles. Got to apply it to an audit to see if are these principles being worked or are these principles and standards being applied correctly? Is there anything like fraud going on? Are they making any mistakes? So I'm really excited for business law. And then my ethics class. I love, I love my professor so much. She's amazing. We're just learning about ethics. And it's really cool because I like when we're learning, when I say we're learning about ethics, we're learning about the different types of like ethical, I don't know the benefit will this hurt someone. I don't like lying. So those are my like ethical things. And then we were like talking about like ethics in the nation and stuff. So yeah, ugh, this semester is just going to be difficult. Like I- I'm, I'm not enjoying my life right now. Like I'm very miserable right now. Horrible, like worse than last semester. And audit studying is not going well. I think you're so hard on yourself sometimes. Like you're a third of the way through. I know. I'm like, I'm about to end unit two of six on audit studying, but it's just really frustrating because all I do is study and I don't get a break so I can finish sooner rather than later. But just audit exam is there is one right answer because we all know that audit encompasses professional skepticism and professional judgment. So there is no correct answer unless it's like a definition or something. But when they say like, what's the most appropriate procedure or test of controls or stuff to practice, there's multiple correct answers. I think the audit exam needs to be changed to where, okay, yeah, there could be one truly correct answer. But in some cases, when there's two questions or answers that are somewhat correct, partial credit. Like my friend is taking the audit exam on Saturday and she's like, Every time I take a practice quiz or a practice exam, like there's always a question, like many, many questions where there's two reasonable answers. And if I get it wrong, I know what the right answer is right after. It's not like I didn't know the information. So I think we need to reevaluate how we're doing the audit exam because obviously not all answers are going to be correct because there's so much professional judgment in auditing. That makes so much sense. And like you said, like there may be one answer that's best for the problem but there's also a second one that's very close and if you're able to explain and provide support to why you think your second choice is also as good as the first then that should also be given credit because like you said professional skepticism there is no right answer you literally have to do what you want and give your support behind it yeah so i'm just like really miserable and frustrated right now like like i'm not doing well Like, I know I need to be taking breaks because I, like, need to, but also I just want to, I want to get this over with. Like, I don't understand, I don't want to be doing this and studying for another, like, 8, 12 months. I'm just not enjoying life. Like, I don't do anything fun. And I know, like, people say, like, you need a break, go do this, go do this. But I just want to be done. I would rather get it done sooner rather than later. And this freaking sucks. My life sucks. Ugh, sorry, I'm being very pessimistic right now. I'm just like, like, I don't have any time to myself. I don't enjoy I life. wish you would take time to yourself because you tell people that they should, but then you don't follow your own advice. Yeah, but like, my goal is to get this done sooner rather than later. If I so is were to take my audit, well, like, my goal is to take the audit exam within two, two and a half months because studying for four months, like, 
I just lost a lot of information. But like with such okay. a busy school and work schedule and then CPA studying schedule, it's just horrible. And like like school is going to be so much harder. And I'm telling myself, I don't not give two flying flips if I get all B's this year because I, I need to focus on CPA studying. But like another point that I wanted to bring up, it's very difficult for me to get B's in class because one, I don't know how to study for a B. All I know how to study for is an A as shown as my 90% on the BEC exam. But also like I feel it's so disrespectful when I get bad grades in classes because if I respect a professor... I want to do well in their classes and I respect all of my professors this semester and as always, but like I got to prioritize everything in my life and that sounds horrible. Freaking I'm prioritizing getting a B, which also sucks that I'm paying 25 freaking thousand dollars for grad school when I'm trying, when I'm not even doing like performing to the best of my abilities because I have other things to do. Grr. Yeah. We, I mean, we discussed this a few episodes ago that there's so many things that need to change within the audit and the accounting career to make it more appealing to others. Yeah. And the way that I'm just looking at this right now, I know I'm describing accounting and it's not sounding appealing. And I know it will be appealing to me after I'm done with my CPA exams and I'm working. But this studying freaking sucks. Like, it, whatever, I get it. Everyone has, like... If you want to be a lawyer, you have exams, all that snap. But like you don't see you you needing requirements to take the LSAT, uh, like 150 hour requirements, but you do for accounting and it's bull because I'm paying for an education just to get a degree. I'm not paying for an education to actually learn. Like I would not be doing this master's program if it weren't for the 150 hour requirement. And I'm going into debt for it. I will be paying for 10 freaking years. Just not doing well on anything. Just very frustrated. Sorry, I speak in accents whenever. I, I just like don't want to do anything and, and not in touch with reality. So now we're talking in a British accent. Oh my gosh, fun fact. When I was younger, I had so many speech impediments. I was in speech therapy until eighth grade. People thought I was British. I couldn't say anything. She called me Wobeka. Or like there's a video from my grandpa's birthday. I'm like, happy birthday, grandpa. I can see that video in my mind right now. Oh, the bangs. Not the bangs. The bangs. Okay, everyone. I think we're going to call it quits for this episode. I'm fuming right now. I have to go go back to work and studying. So thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed. And we'll catch you next time on the Accounting Twins Podcast. Bye, twinsies.